Hello, everyone, and welcome to Killer Casts, where we tell stories of true American heroes. I'm your host, Michael Kilpatrick, and alongside, I've got my brother, Brandon Kilpatrick. Hey, everyone, we're excited to share with you a couple stories about people when in difficult situations displayed heroism and courage. To introduce ourselves, again, my name's Michael Kilpatrick, and I'm a mechanical engineering student at BYU-Idaho. And again, I'm Brandon Kilpatrick. I'm a structural engineer and a member of the Idaho Army National Guard. We went with the name Killer Cast for a couple of reasons. First, because growing up in sports and in school, we were given the nickname Killer because of our last name, Kilpatrick. And second, because we find these to be killer stories as an excellent, exciting, and impressive. In today's episode, episode three, we'll be giving two stories. The first is about a soldier who sustained injuries in combat and is battled to recovery the fight that took place after the war. The second is of Roy Benavides, a true warrior that could not be stopped. Let the podcast introduction spark patriotism in your heart and then listen all the way through to see how the two stories connect. We hope you enjoy today's stories. Now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. Where did we find such men? We find them where we've always found them. In our villages and towns, on our city streets, in our shops and on our farms. The American people may not always see them. We may not always hear of their success, but they are there in the thick of the fight, in the dark of night, achieving their mission. We thank God they're there. During the course of the Vietnam War, there is over 150,000 American service members that sustained injuries during combat. The subject of our first story sustained his injuries while on a routine patrol in South Vietnam when he stepped on a landmine. He was immediately evacuated and began receiving medical attention. After being transferred between medical facilities, he was eventually sent back to the United States and ended up in Fort Sam Houston. His injuries were so bad that doctors told him that he would never be able to walk again, and they began preparing his medical discharge papers. He was essentially paralyzed from the waist down. This wounded warrior was determined to return to his battle buddies in Vietnam, and because time was not on his side, he used every available minute to try and relearn how to walk. At night, he'd roll out of bed and drag himself to the wall. Using his upper body strength, he would cry from pain as he lifted himself up and propped himself against the wall. Eventually, the doctors came to his room, discharged papers in hand, and gave him an ultimatum. Walk out of the door, or you will be medically discharged from the military. This man stood up at the ready, and not only walked out of the door that day, but he walked out of the hospital and back into active military service. I absolutely love this story because this soldier didn't take no for an answer. He took the information from the doctor, that he would never walk again, and then fought every single day to win. Although it was painstakingly not easy, he walked again. Brandon will now tell a second story. Roy Benavidez was born in DeWitt County, Texas, to Mexican-American farm laborers. He enlisted in the Texas Army National Guard in 1952 during the Korean War. After three years in the National Guard, Roy switched to Army active duty. 
He then qualified airborne and was assigned to the 82nd Airborne Division in 1959. After a short time, he began training for the elite Army Special Forces. He qualified, was accepted, and became a member of the 5th Special Forces Group. In 1965, Benavidez was sent to Vietnam as an advisor to a Vietnamese infantry regiment. While on this first tour in Vietnam, he sustained injuries that sent him back to the United States. In January of 1968, he returned to Vietnam. Just three months later, Roy Benavidez was involved in an event of which Ronald Reagan is accredited with saying, if the story of his heroism were a movie script, you would not believe it. On May 2, 1968, a 12-man Special Forces team was conducting a reconnaissance mission deep behind enemy lines west of Lac Ninh, Vietnam. The team was ambushed, soon became overwhelmed, and requested emergency extraction. Three helicopters attempted an extraction but were repelled by intense small arms fire and anti-aircraft fire. Back at the Ford Operating Base in Loch Neen, Roy Benavidez overheard radio traffic and was concerned for his fellow soldiers. Having received some training as a medic, Roy grabbed a bag of medical supplies and jumped on the next helicopter that was headed to aid the downed team. Because of heavy enemy fire, he was inserted about 75 yards away. He fought his way through intense enemy fire and was wounded in his right leg, face, and head. Upon reaching the team, Roy organized the conscious men in defensive positions and began preparing to load the dead and wounded. Directing the incoming helicopters with smoke grenades, Roy guided them to a suitable position for extraction. He then dragged the injured to that point. The helicopter then followed Roy while he provided cover fire as they moved together toward the rest of the injured team members. As Roy was attempting to secure classified documents, he was hit by a grenade that lodged grenade fragments in his back and opened up his abdomen. At the same time, the helicopter pilot was hit and the helicopter crashed. Carrying himself as if nothing had happened, Roy began pulling the dead and injured from the downed helicopter and organized another defensive position. Becoming annoyed with the enemy machine gun fire and repeated grenade blasts, Benavidez began calling in tactical airstrikes and directed fire from supporting gunships. After suppressing the enemy sufficient for another extraction attempt, another helicopter came. Roy again dragged the dead and wounded to the extraction site. On one of his trips, he was attacked from behind by an enemy soldier, where he engaged in hand-to-hand -hand combat. After receiving a broken jaw and slashes on his arms from a bayonet, he vanquished his foe. With intense fire continuing, Roy again began loading the wounded into the helicopter. Between trips, he saw two enemy soldiers attempting to rush the aircraft from the blind side of the helicopter gunner. Barely able to see, he shot both of them before they reached the aircraft. He made one more trip to ensure all classified material and all wounded were recovered, and he finally boarded the helicopter. When they reached the forward operating base and the dead and wounded were counted, Roy had saved the lives of eight men that day. And as if that wasn't enough, not only did he recover the Special Forces team members, but to ensure he didn't leave anybody behind, he unknowingly loaded the bodies of three enemy soldiers. At this point, Roy had sustained over 30 injuries, ranging from grenade fragments in his feet to a broken jaw. Because of these injuries, when he was looked at by a doctor, he was declared dead. The second doctor also determined he was dead and began zipping up a body bag. With his jaw locked tight from swelling, Roy couldn't speak, so with all the strength that he could muster, he spat into the doctor's face. The doctor took this as a sign Roy was still alive and began administering medical attention. Roy initially received a Distinguished Service Cross for these actions because of the sensitive nature of the event 
and because his commanding officer didn't think he would survive long enough to receive the Medal of Honor. Eventually, with a literal act of Congress in the form of an exemption, Roy Benavides received the Congressional Medal of Honor. You might ask yourself what these two stories have in common. Well, Roy Benavides was that wounded warrior that had to overcome being paralyzed from the waist down. Roy was paralyzed just three years prior to this extraordinary act of valor that was just told. It goes to show that sometimes we're not only fighting for ourselves, but we may be fighting for others that we will need to save. Email us your thoughts and stories you think will be great over the air at killercast22 at gmail.com. That's killercast, C-A-S-T-S, 22 at gmail.com. Remember your pledge and fight for it. Fight for it as Roy fought for his ability to walk again, and then his fight to save eight others. Fight for your pledge as Martin Trepto fought for his pledge to protect this country. Martin Treptow, trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. <laughs>